This is Jed McKay, and you're listening to Into the Night, the Moon Knight podcast. Welcome back, loony listeners. You are listening to Into the Night, the Moon Knight podcast. This is episode 276, and it is live streamed as well at the moment. Uh, you are with both your high priests of Konshu, um, Rebecca. Hello. Hi, again. I haven't seen you in ages. Hello. Oh, my gosh. There's <laughs> so much to catch up on. <laughs> and, uh, and I am the other, Ray. And welcome, welcome to another episode uh, this time away from the TV screen, <sighs> more into the comic books. <laughs> um, so Back to the beginning, um, back to the origins of, uh, of all our Moon Knight fandom. Exactly. Back to the 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 meat and bones of it all. Yep. Uh, so we'll, we'll be looking at the moonshine. It will be um, us, Rebecca and I, looking at a comic book, Moon Knight, Volume 9, Issue 10, by that fantastic team, Jed McKay, Alessandro Capuccio, and Rochelle Rosenberg. Uh, so, yeah, but before any of that, of course, a big thank you to all our Patronis, uh, a huge thank you to one and all for helping us, uh, you know, reach the heights that we strive for, uh, as well as our other top tier Patronis who are major sponsors, Drew Toombs, Daniel Doing, and Frank the Tank Dukes, uh, as well as CLZ Comics and Dreamland Comics from Schoenberg, Illinois. Um, so, yeah, Rebecca, uh, it's kind of weird. It was weird because... I don't know, being in such a, a a deep rabbit hole of of being invested in the TV show, it was kind of weird to go back to the comics, if that makes sense. It was, I you... I, it took me like a moment to just switch back into comics mode. And then I was just like, oh yeah, I love that. I remember where we left off. You know, like yeah. it was just like, it was, I think it's possibly the, the one of the luckiest places for the comics to have broken off with the TV show capturing our attention because it was a very clear cliffhanger um yes. last time and so coming back to it it was like oh i don't have to like i know the characterization i just need to get back into this story now so mm, yeah. I, yeah i mean it, it took a moment to even open a comic kind of yeah. because everything's yeah. just been up in the air and we've been crazy like sharing moon knight merchandise and <laughs> moon knight <laughs> yes. new podcasts and moon knight this oh and moon knight that and uh and then to suddenly go oh yeah comic it's, it's almost like a relaxation and it's not obviously loving the show, but like just this kind of ah, gentle sigh of, I know where I am. Yeah, I, I know what you mean. It's, it's kind of like you, we can kind of take a, a seat and take a little breather because I, I don't know, not that it's been hectic or anything, but it just, it just seems because of the excitement, fast paced with the TV show and, and all this talk that we're doing. I mean, we are keeping ourselves busy and we're, right. we're generating and you're doing, ourselves. You're doing the, uh, you're <laughs> so, doing the weekend podcast yeah. as well. So like, you yes. know, it's, it's a lot of, um, it's a lot of Moon Knight. <laughs> yeah. Not complaining it, it, ever. Please don't. But it's no, a lot no. of Moon Knight. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, um, we've got a user here. Unfortunately, you don't know who. It's their first time. Hello, user. First time watching uh, it live. Hi. And watching it live. Yes. Message for, and listen at the gym. I hope you're pushing that 10. <laughs> I hope you're doing the squats. Come on. I, I, I 
you know, when I you went can to do the it. Gym, Keep I've, it I've up. Yeah. We got faith. <laughs> Absolutely, but listening to podcasts while at the gym is, is fantastic. Yeah, I so. listen when I go jogging. To my that's that's mm. when I start. I mean, I haven't jogged for through the winter, but I'm about to start again. <laughs> and uh, yes. I found like everyone's like, "Oh, listen to music," and I'm like, "No, I'm so behind on podcasts. I just love it. I love sort of having mm. someone keep me company while I'm there." Oh, yeah, absolutely, and um. You know, uh, we have plenty to talk about here as well. Uh, as mentioned, uh, our moonshine segment. So shall we get into it, Rebecca? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. So as mentioned, uh, this is a Moon Knight Volume 9, Issue 10. It's titled Session, um, and it was released April 6th, 2022. Writer Jed McKay, penciler inker Alessandro Capuccio, colorist Rochelle Rosenberg, with letter of VCs Corey Petit, and editor Tom Bravort. Um, pretty consistent uh, team, I guess, Rebecca? Yeah, we've been uh, very lucky with consistency. Actually, yeah, true. I mean, we're up to, yeah, issue 10. So it's, it's been pretty good. We've had the one, and that was fine with uh, Sabatini at issue seven. So Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think uh, it was uh, like, but even then just having one, but it was like a really good one to, if you're going to have a stand-in, to have a stand-in mm-hmm. for. Yeah, so. it, it suited, and um, Sabatini went on to do Devil's Reign as well. So again, a lot of consistency too. Uh, hello, hello, Russell. How are you? <laughs> so anyway, uh, so listeners, <laughs> have to, Russell has to decide which podcast he loves. <laughs> yes, <to> exactly. <laughs> it's a bit like uh, it's a bit like uh, you know, yeah. Mark or Stephen, we can, we can, yeah, we get, Russell yeah. has to choose which um, which one he is. Uh, <laughs> and for listeners who are listening to the podcast, not necessarily looking at the live stream, uh, yes, we we are having live comments as we podcast. Hence. Uh, you, you know, you might be wondering what the hell is Ray or Rebecca talking about? Responding to some comments. Yes. Responding to comments. Yeah. Um, so sorry if it doesn't make a lot of sense, but just see if it is like exactly. added decoration. Little accoutrement. I heard Chris yeah. use that in TV podcast industries. I'm going to use that too. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so cover anyway by uh, Corey Smith and Rochelle Rosenberg as well with variants by Young and Yoon and uh, and Stephen Segovia with Romulo Fajardo Jr. So I just want to put that up now, Rebecca, so we can all see these are these are the the variants. So oh, the this variants. is oh, yeah. That's... So this is the Segovia one and uh, the the Fajardo one, Fajardo Jr., which is pretty cool. And that's a Young and Yoon. Yeah, oh, I'm, I'm a big fan of you know their work, uh, especially yeah. on um, Spider Woman covers. I mean, yeah, right. So they do some mm, beautiful covers. Yeah. The main cover's a bit weird because it's oh yeah, yeah. Let me yeah, it's all right. I should, I should get the main cover up, shouldn't I? Um, let's uh, let me just bear with me just a second here. There we go. I'll raise a bit slow on the. It's, it's got I assume winner. With his gun yes. pointed at oh, actually, Midnight, I, and yeah. then our oh, cameo, our new, our new. Uh, <laughs> he said that he yes. came as yes. I said cameo. Uh, that's my cat, everyone. Sorry, a little scarab. Um, <laughs> yeah, our, our wax man attacking him. It's quite yeah. interesting because it is both fights, one from above, yeah. one from below. So it kind of works as a cover, but because um, I was going to say, oh, it's not really 
like showing what happened but um it actually kind of is it's just it happens over yeah. two fights um yeah for sure and yeah good pick up the winner yeah I, for a long time i was wondering who that person is with the gun because there isn't like a machine gun or whatever that is a sniper rifle uh in the in the issue but yeah yeah I, i'm not sure when no. has one but like uh, i assume that's who it was meant yeah to be, so. um thank you russell i don't know how to discern between my waking life and <laughs> dreams <laughs> I'm very happy the Australian did that. <laughs> uh, anyway, I had to give it a go. My gosh. it's, it's uh, And our mystery guest as well. Uh, hello, Looney. Uh, the horror vibe. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah, it's pretty interesting. The, the covers are pretty cool. Um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, yeah, this is available on floppy format and on digital as well. Uh, and as mentioned, uh, the variants, uh, which you saw as well. So what we do typically, uh, Rebecca... Um, has um, the opportunity to to read the bare bones, which is a synopsis, a summary of the issue, uh, just in case you want a bit of a recap yourself as you listen on. Uh, and then we'll go into some key moments, which we thought, you know, kind of stood out for the story. And we'll sprinkle that with some comments on writing and art, themes, references, that sort of stuff. And we'll cap it off with a, a moon rating, um, lovingly described and created by Connor Shu. So, um, yeah. So, uh, Rebecca, if, if you would be so kind, uh, you've actually, you've, you've improved it for yourself, which is good. Which you, you have I, to. I, I went in, so I wouldn't be stumbling <laughs> over it as much this time. Uh, I just made it a bit more my style than Ray's, but Ray yep. did all the work. I oh, just don't be silly, Rebecca. That is true. So here we go. Bare bones. In a first, it's Moon Knight, not Mr. Knight, who sits down with Dr. Sturman for a therapy session. That's the title of the comic. Uh, Moon Knight recounts his recent confrontation with the escaped Rutherford winner who visited the Midnight Mission, gun in hand. Recalling the event to Dr. Sturman, Moon Knight tells how Winner said he wanted to reclaim his doctor, Dr. Sturman. Moon Knight and Winner fight it out, Moon Knight unwilling to relinquish the good doctor to such a dangerous man. Back to the therapy session, Dr. Sturman is adamant that Winner is a lost cause. A wild dog that can't be saved, but only contained. Sturman goes on to assess Moon Knight, and, the, and she talks about the parallels and differences between him and Winner. Though both have had trauma inflicted on them by others, Hydra for Winner, Conchu for Spectre, Sturman sees Moon Knight as being his own saboteur when it comes to reaching his potential. She questions his allegiance to Conchu and ponders whether Moon Knight should unshackle himself from his overbearing guilt. Moon Knight in turn questions Dr. Sturman, but remains focused and intent on telling his whole story. It turns out that Winner, like Spectre, just wants to get better. Sturman's insistence that Winner can't be saved helped Moon Knight call her out on her deception. To Sturman's surprise, Moon Knight threatens her, tells her to reveal her true self, and after calling out his name, the Waxman reveals himself. He took Dr. Sturman's place at the behest of Zodiac, who told him to break told him to break Moon Knight. Waxman decides it's all a waste and he and Moon Knight start to fight. With the help of some liquid nitrogen, Waxman is contained and ultimately constrained within a seamless steel sphere created by the living Midnight Mission. Under the threat of being encased in concrete, Waxman gives up Dr. Stim's whereabouts. However, Moon Knight pulls the concrete in anyway, much to the surprise of his congregation, Tigra Tigra, Soldier and Winner. Without Reese there to influence him, Moon Knight sets off to find Zodiac, promising there will be blood. 
Oh my gosh, a shift here uh, again with, I guess, the outlook that Moon Knight has. Uh, but yeah, thank you, Rebecca, for that bare bones. Uh, overall, uh, overall impressions, Rebecca, what did you make of this this story? I, I really liked it. I think for a story that had two separate fights in, it was uh, remarkably well told. And um it didn't feel like one or other of them got too much of a short shrift. And plus we got the Dr. Sturman reveal, which we were kind of expecting, I think, from previous issues uh, or since she was captured by Zodiac and then came back. But um, I just, I, I like the, the detail that was paid to some bits while other bits are still left open. Mm -hmm. And I just really liked it. I, 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 you know, like you feel like you're coming to the end of an arc and we know we are like, we know mm -hmm. issue 12 is like a stopping point. Yep. So this feels like we are building up to this big, um, you know, resolution of yeah. the Zodiac storyline. Yeah. I mean, I think I agree with you. I, I enjoyed it. Um, there, there is a familiarity, I think with it now. I, I'm, I was thinking about it earlier today and, and I think, um, for some readers, such as myself, locking into this style of Jed McKay, it's very smart, it's very solid, it's very tight. Uh, his writing, I mean, it, it still ably manages to to surprise. Uh, I mean, there is a mm -hmm. big twist here as well. Uh, but it's just really nice, good writing and, and trying to weave everything together. Like we... Um, uh, you know, there's a thing about the the murders of the women being strangled. I mean, that has been dropped yep, yep. before, so it's kind of coming around now, and it's been revealed as what's happened there. Uh, as you mentioned, with Sturman uh, disappearing, yet she's here at the beginning of the issue, seemingly uh, that sort of stuff. Uh, so yeah, no, I really enjoyed it. I I um I, I think McKay's um just a hell of a solid really good enjoyable writer um it's, it's mm. i just can't fault him really at the moment uh, and the art's just great as well so yeah i mean like we've really you know taken to the art so mm. as people know and the coloring elevates it like yeah. you know even that first page where you get to see mr knight looking a bit you know gloomy mm -hmm. uh but the light behind him and the light it's just it's really nice oh yeah yeah that lighting effect yeah. is um it's, i mean and it's used actually to good effect a lot here because i guess a lot of the scenes are within the um the therapy room um so mm -hmm. there's a lot yeah. of this dim yeah. lighting but there's also other fantastic stuff as well if i can just jump straight to it i'm not too sure if i if i can do that with uh you know here so yeah um, beautiful yeah it, it, it's that in tandem with the coloring as well, uh, the, the mm -hmm. shifts of color. It, it wouldn't be quite the, it wouldn't take your breath away as much without the coloring. Mm, yeah, absolutely. So, um, yeah, I mean, which, uh, what key aspect would you like to begin with then, Rebecca? Uh, mm, I guess. Well, let's take them in order. Why mm -hmm. not? Okay. Let's take them in order. Rutherford winner. Yes. So we discussed him briefly last time. Uh, you would need to go back to uh, Daughter of the Dragon that Jed wrote for to get his origin as such. Mm -hmm. But he was this Hydra, you know, moulded. I think it's quite sweet that he just wants his therapist back. Yeah, which is funny. I mean, like storming a midnight mission, seeking out Moon Knight with gun in hand. All he wants to do is, is get Doctor Stone. Just wants to get better, which is, yeah. you know, which... It's the kind of crazy thing Mark would do. Yeah. So, um, 
you know, appreciated. It's kind of like this is someone without. I mean, there are a lot of parallels. Yeah. I don't know about similarities because there's a big difference when a god's on your side. Yeah. Uh, and yet, like, when you've been having to sort of move in superhero circles versus when you've been brought through as the bad guy. Um, but like I said, even in that Daughter of the Dragon, winner comes round and ends up, do, you know, joining the good side. Mm-hmm. So it, it's, a sh- I guess, a show that he's kind of getting better. Maybe not that he'd go and like break out, fight someone, whatever. But he just has this desperate need to get better, which we know uh, that Mark has had for a long time. But now he seems to have the DID under control. And he's trying to tackle the, um, th- what Konshu's done. Yeah. Post a Konshu. So I, I guess. You know. I guess the only fault that he would have uh, is the way he goes about it, uh, you, you know. But maybe that's the way he's wired, which they meant, which McKay mentions, or Doctor Stephen yeah. mentions about uh, what's happened to poor Rutherford Winner. Uh, but you know, storming in to someone's place with a gun in hand, demanding, uh, you know, of course we won't have such a great story, but it could have been done in in a different way. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah. Um, I mean, that said, Mark doesn't seem to take offence that he did that. I mean, he does. He goes, you came in my house with a gun, blah, blah. But like, once he's kicked him about a bit, he doesn't seem to. He's you know, like, okay, you're on my team now. I, I, I mean, he's yeah. literally adopting waifs and strays left, yeah. right and centre. So, I mean, and I think he touched upon that in an earlier issue about like, um, about, you know, the, these damaged or people uh, mm-hmm. these damaged or seemingly evil people he, he just wants to help them he's drawn to them as well yeah i mean look it's the same as with soldier soldier yes. came for him yep. as well and he yep. just adopts him yep. i mean not really adopts him but you all know what i mean by that he's just like you know you're one of my people now i'm mm-hmm. gonna help you and it's just like since losing his normal group we've now got this other group and they're all a little bit established now you know and rutherford's been in a couple of other comics so he's a little bit established as well so it's kind of nice you know and the missions his people as well you know let's not forget Mm -hmm. it it, kind of surprised me uh pleasantly i guess that we see winner rutherford winner at the end uh, as you say that he's become part of this congregation Uh, but it makes sense because as you say all he really wanted to do was find his doctor and all he wanted to do, and this was the the big reveal for Moon Knight to Dr. Sturman, was that he wants to just get better, you know? Um, mm-hmm. And I think, um, I guess this will lead into, say, the other aspect. I'll go down the line here as well. Yeah. Uh, about Moon Knight being in session. I, I think this was a great little foil by Jed McKay. Yeah. It was something different. Uh, that you immediately notice it's like oh hey for nine issues we've had mr knight we've got moon knight here now this is yeah different. that you immediately notice yeah. mm, but, Page one. but then by the end of it it makes absolute sense moon knight yeah. knows going into that session already that it's not yeah. dr sturman uh, but he's just playing waxman and that's the, the thing beginning. as well it's like once he knows it's not dr sturman mm. and he knows rutherford wants to find dr sturman they're both on the same side naturally yes you know, so, so it's, it's natural that, that they join forces. There's no mm-hmm. awkwardness. It's like they now both want to go save this therapist who's actually been helping them. Mm. Yes. So, you know, good for her. Two for two. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, as Moon Knight says. She has um, some very loyal psychos following her. Well, you know? I just, just hope she's not hurt or anything. I mean, it, it, does, it does seem very kind of scary considering Zodiac kind of took a I mean we have two more epi- we have two mm. more issues and I don't think I'd put a bet on her 
Oh. Surviving. Oh no. I but I'm not saying so. she won't. I'm just saying I wouldn't personally. But I, you know, what I mean, like, I think Jed's bucked enough trends that there's a very good, there's a good chance she does. I just wouldn't yeah. put money on it. Yeah. So. <laughs> I mean, but yeah. So, um, you, you know, again, like many of the other issues, uh, we have the issue. Uh, bouncing between action and actual therapy sessions. But this one unraveled, I think, um, pretty well, Rebecca. I mean, apart from the the big twist that comes up, it does – I mean, Waxman's a pretty good therapist. <laughs> you know, he's, I mean, yeah. I, I don't know if I'd say that. He's no. like – he's going along some of the sort of uh, standard tropey paths. Yeah. But when he starts sort of saying, like, have you not thought about unshackling yourself or, like, or, or dissing Rutherford so much, it's it's clear that he's not. <laughs> yeah, and, and I think that's... You know, in the same way as we yeah. were picking up on her being a little bit abrasive about um, yes. Reese and Tigra. Yeah, yes. Or Reese, was it Reese? Which, whoever uh, she was being... No, it doesn't matter. Yeah, but no... But like, you know, what we've picked up before about the therapy not being a bit... She seems to have changed her tack, or clearly she did, because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Waxman is not as good a therapist. Yeah, and and it's, it's there's great. a reason his name is Waxman, and it's not because he's <laughs> yeah, <exactly. a> therapist. <laughs> yeah, um, uh, yeah, and we see him in all his glory uh, with Capuccio as well. But um, yeah, I mean that's a good point as well, Rebecca. I mean it does stem even prior to this issue of, of the the way Sturman is is um shown but i think in this particular mm-hmm. issue i mean one of my notes was just the brilliance of, of mckay like because at the beginning of the issue it does seem seemingly look like a, a therapy session but I there were just these little things that unravel in in what Sturman says about her being a little bit more um you know trying to coax moon knight uh, down a particular path rather than just you know, just listening and being the therapist that she has been, you, for me anyway, at least, I mean, you just start to wonder, hmm, okay, there is something a bit off by her. And so, yeah, yeah, it's it's good enough, but there's something slightly abrasive there, or you can see that she's starting to push him in directions. Mm, yeah. And and one of the things, I mean, you, you touched upon there, Rebecca, is about this, um, this guilt uh, or um, what do you call it? The, the the red ledger, say that that mark. Has yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, um, and and so Sturman or Waxman says, is that whole, really holding you back? I mean, do you really need to be hung up on this so much uh, by what you've done? You see, that's the thing is, I'm not sure how hung up on it he's been in mm. previous sessions. So that seems more like that. That was one to me that it was like it was kind of a bit of a push. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Um, because she's not referring back to the stuff about, like, really. I mean, she mentions about what Conchu did to you, but she doesn't really sort of go into some of the conversations they've been having. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and like immediately, like when she, the, well, the minute she says uh, Zodiac says you could be, dis-, you know, the minute she starts agreeing with Zodiac, then you're like, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There's something absolutely yeah. totally wrong. I just kept on thinking of whenever the thing about Mark's guilt comes up. I don't know, for some reason, just default, I always seem to go back to that boat ride that Mark has with the truth in the Bemis run, and he talks yeah. about it. And and so, I don't know, maybe that's testament to Bemis's writing, but it's very, I always remember that and how much yeah. it has affected him, like, he, you know, what he's done in the past. I mean, no, he so. there is an issue in this run as well when he does discuss, like, like being vi- his feelings about violence and, and guilt and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. 
I just like I, this was. I mean, apart from the the page where they're discussing it being absolutely gorgeous mm-hmm. because it's the Rutherford winner fight yeah. uh, is going on behind this. But yeah, it all just started being like that's when it all starts uh, falling apart and unraveling, yeah. and that's when she's being the least Doctor Sturman. Whether what she's saying is true or not, it's not what Doctor Sturman has said to him before. Mm. I mean, and also as well, admittedly, when how she or Waxman talks of winner is yeah. a little bit off-putting as well. Like, she's really just yeah. given up on it. I mean, me. like, you'll be like, oh, I hope my doctor doesn't speak about me yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, uh, you know, he's a wild dog. He can't be, what's it? He can't be... Um... I like the wild dog thing after, um, Yeah, you know, that's what he described himself as himself in Devil's as Reign. Dog. That's true. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so there's a lot of this talk, I guess, diving in into, um, I guess, what, what potential insecurities Moon Knight has and Sturman or Waxman obviously trying to manipulate that. I, I think that really did play out really well. Um, if anything, in between that, the fight, I mean, the fights were great with Rutherford winner as well, but, um, and I know the fight scenes aren't the focus of yeah. of this issue, uh, but I don't know, it would have been cool to see a little bit more, <laughs> a little bit more action rather than, uh, there is one particular move I, I really liked. It was when, Moon Knight grabs Winner's arm and, and bends it backwards. I just love that choreography, <laughs> you know, rather than just, yeah, yeah, rather than just great. punching. Uh, but yeah, I'll see, I'll see you some. Um, <laughs> trying to, trying to, um, it just, it feels too. very physical fight, which I like. Yeah, yeah, it does. You know, um, yeah. there's a great physicality to it. And, you know, you say it doesn't last that long, but it, it lasts longer than some comic fights we have. Yeah, true. Just some of it we have. It's some of it is in the background to the discussion with Doctor Sturman. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I guess it. I mean, it's like it, it runs across quite a few pages if you look at it. Yeah, true. Uh, I guess it's just the. I guess the content within the 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 type of yeah. fighting. Yeah, no, I understand. Yeah. It's like you know, um, we haven't had a lot of really long fights either. Yeah, which I, I mean, know. this is beautiful. This this uh, art, this just, flash just page gorgeous. here. I'm so just at that one. Yeah, I know. Uh, as I said, a lot of artists do it. More often, um, I know Elena Casagrande does it in Black Widow, where you get the multiple um, figures of you know your protagonist going mm-hmm. through the page. So you get that flow, which is really nice. Yeah, uh, they do it in yeah. the Spider Woman as well, and and again, Alessandro does it superbly here too. So, um, so yeah. there are really good good shots to kind of look at um, as well. But uh, yeah, yeah, it's a uh, yeah, it's pretty good. Um, so yeah, I mean, we get also. Um, I mean, I've got here sermon questions, midnight's allegiance, and obligation to Conchu. I mean, that's a, a thing as well. Trying to steer. I mean, that was a signpost for me because it it, yeah. it harked back to Zodiac saying, "Look, you know, I I have very little respect for for what his faith is, you know, or mm-hmm. um, towards Conchu." And this is clearly Sturman trying to. Um, push a wedge between Moon Knight and and Conchu, uh, albeit that Moon Knight is not like a devout, you know, um, follower. He, mm-hmm. He's still an apostate, as as McKay says. Um, but yeah, she's trying to drive a wedge, I think, between them. Or Waxman is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, you know, we find out later. It doesn't turn out too well. No, I mean, and we find out as well. I mean, Zodiac always just wants to play with Moon Knight. Uh, we find out that Waxman says, "I'll stop this. I just want to kill him." <laughs> um, so the <laughs> intent wasn't to kill him, but to really just like mess with him. 
uh, and to break him. I mean, that was the whole thing, right? So I guess yeah. that's what Waxman was trying to do at the beginning um, with that. But Moon Knight's savvy to it all, and it uh, calls him out. So Yeah, we find out that it was Waxman who uh, killed the other women. Yes, as well. Um, and look, very again, another great page here. Good use of light. Um, so this is that splash page. I've got it as page 16. Um, mm -hmm. Just yeah, a beautiful. nice use of lighting and shadow as well. Looks very monstrous. I think it's really cool. I want to call out as well that Waxman, uh, I've only seen him once, and he's been in the 1970s comic of Spider-Woman, uh, Volume 1. Right. I tracked it down. I've never seen him before. I knew of him, but. Mm -hmm. It's a really good um issue it was um i think it was written by mark grunwald as well but created by mark right. grunwald john wilburn and Car uh, carmine infantino uh issue 17 it was a one and done it was spider woman versus waxman right. and it had a very big horror vibe as well i mean the i mean i know he joined the night shift just because okay yeah I was talking with people about the night shift yeah. recently. Um, <laughs> Which is a no, it was really it was yeah. really strange. A uh, a friend on a, a comic Discord I'm on mm -hmm. um, was saying I was saying, oh, you know, we've got this, we, we've got issue ten coming up. We're gonna do the podcast, and he was like, have the night shift showed up in Iron uh, in in Moon Knight? Because then I'll read it. <laughs> and I was like, well, not so far. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then I was like, you might you might want to read. Uh, Read some Moon Knight. So yes, after after this week, so it was just really weird because like I was just like, you must have manifested it. Like, <laughs> so yeah, it's so yeah. weird. Yeah, I mean, uh, Night Shift for those that know is a big was a big creation of Mark Runewald as well. He used Night Shift um, frequently in uh, he used him in Captain America. Um, they popped up in the West Coast Avengers as well. I think under Steve Englehart. But Waxman wasn't always in the team. In no. my defense. No, no, he I wasn't. have read You're Captain right. America and stuff. So, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I've so only, was... yeah, I've only seen him in that Spider Woman, but I didn't know about him being in Night Shift. So yeah, yeah. But it so makes sense. I think from from what I read, he joined and left. Like he right. wasn't in it for long. So, but it's just a weird yeah. thing that happened to me. So and and he's got a very strange ability. You see it. He's he's literally a shapeshifter. He's he's kind of made out of a waxy substance. Uh, mm -hmm. The scientist, the guy he was, had a skin. Um, disease or something, and he tried to cure it, and he turned into a wax man, and literally could mold himself into anything. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah, very cool character. I don't know much about his personality, uh, but he seems yeah, to be. I don't know anything about him. He seems to be pretty dumb. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Uh, anything? Any other particular points from maybe the writing point of view, then, Rebecca? It just worked very well for me. It flowed very well. The uh, the move from the therapy to the fight, the character, uh, the characterization. I'm sure we'll get into. Mm -hmm. um, like I liked him calling back to these things we've been talking about. Like, will we find out about this? Like, why Doctor Sloan's being weird about the missing women? Mm -hmm. uh, so all these like and 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 in, I just it just worked for me very well. The writing. So mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think. Um, I mean, just further on to my other point about the action and. Again, you know, it's only a small like quibble. I think also it's because of, you know, Rutherford Winner was teased a couple of times in the upcoming mm -hmm. issues. So for me, it, it it seemed like or there was an expectation potentially that there would be a big kind of showdown. So I guess that's why when they did end up fighting, which was good anyway, but um, 
maybe it just it just wasn't set as I, I I thought it would be. Um, but again, it is hard to do because I understand McKay has only got a certain amount of pages. It's not the real focus of the story, as I said. So um, there's all that. But I guess because it, he had been teased for so long, um, at least for the two issues prior, uh, I, was, I was expecting a, a bigger kind of confrontation. But we get a really good confrontation here with Waxman. I like. Yeah, yeah. I think that more than makes up for it. Yeah. So like you have one that becomes a friend and one that does not become a friend. <laughs> and I love it. it. It's deceptively simple. It's um, the canisters of liquid nitrogen. Because he's waxy, yep. so what do you do with him? You you, you freeze him. Um, freeze him. Yeah. Apparently, as well. Yeah. He he's uh, vulnerable. He's invulnerable to most things, but extreme temperature as well. So, I guess if you go, yeah, which makes sense. Really obviously. high. Yeah. And so yep. he really freezes him. Um, Moon Knight. He's starting to. I mean, here it's not. I guess it's not so bad in the sense that Waxman is not really human in a sense. Like he doesn't have to eat or breathe. He says later on as well. But we start. No, but he's he was a human. He was I mean, a human, human, yeah. But, but like, yeah, but you're right. He doesn't have uh, he he doesn't need that tea and drink. No, um, but I guess the the point I'm I'm working towards is that we're starting to see Moon Knight. He's kind of returning to his more violent streak. Like he, he's relishing this sort of stuff. I mean, it's hard to tell because this is one issue where things are obviously coming to a head. Mm. So, like, I mean, like he has to deal with. Waxman, Doctor Sturman situation somehow. Yeah, like you know, like because on the one hand he's fighting Rutherford, and that doesn't end in violence. Mm -hmm. It doesn't end in extreme violence. I mean, obviously, the violence of a fight. Yeah, and then on the flip side, you see this. But then I think, like I was, I said in the notes, and, and somebody else raised it. It's like um, in between, we've had Devil's Reign, which is where we've literally seen him That's, go. Yes, like. Uh, so, like, the issue before... I mean, I know we didn't get these in the right order, mm. but the issue before Devil's Reign, you saw him restrained from being violent yeah. with the with the uh, new Midnight Mission house. Mm -hmm. And we remarked on that. And Devil's Reign, we saw him kind of let loose with the violence. And this is kind of like this weird... Uh, not weird, this balance of the two. Mm. He has one where his rationality is like, oh, no, Rutherford is after just wants to be better that's fine let's not like kill him brutally and uh he can be one of my pals and then waxman there's no there's nothing that can help like this is this is too much now um you know you've come for me in my home attacked my therapist yeah. and you go in the uh steel sphere yeah i guess the big difference is i mean looking back at the previous people that uh, came after Moon Knight through Zodiac. I mean, Moon Knight really does show no mercy. I mean, with with the the new mission, we well, just calls it the mission or mission, um, the, yeah. the house. Uh, yeah, there was that restraint. And, and um, it was interesting because, yeah, he didn't resort to violence at all, although he did bring that the bag full of bombs. Um, he, yeah, he I mean, look, he was ready it. for violence. Mm. He just used it. It was using it as a threat. Yeah. Um, Whereas this is much more, no, I, I'm breaking, we're going to do this. Yeah, I, I guess he's, it's almost like he's unrestrained when he goes up against someone that he knows uh, is on Zodiac's side. I mean, with uh, with Hawley, the janitor, he left him a mindless, gibbering mess on the floor. Yeah, that's true. Um, with Rampage as well, I think he... can't really remember. I mean, April, totally. he didn't. April, he just ended up cellmates with, you know. Yeah. Well, April wasn't, was he? He wasn't under the employ of Zodiac. He's, he was just like a low level. No, player. that's true. Actually, he was an informant. Yeah. Informed um, 
but all the others, he really did um, really mess up. So, uh, yeah, there, there's something there to show about, I guess, his anger towards Zodiac. Um, he really does. Uh, you've got to fight fire with fire, perhaps. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, I think, he, you know, he is a violent character. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I mean, it, it, I don't think any of us imagined he'd go up against Zodiac without some of the sort of face ripping violence yes so like i mean i think that will always be a side of him yeah so uh and uh i mean this was funny so like because originally i was like oh is he still in the mission yeah. Is the mission made that steel sphere and mm. it's like no he's gone to the foundations of a new condo building yeah <laughs> yeah he has <laughs> and uh welded the sphere down i mean it is quite a good bit of uh you know Handiwork, though. Oh, it is, yeah. It's handy. It's a good sphere. It's not easy to make a sphere. Handy with a tool, I'm sure it's, you know. yeah, it would have. <laughs> I mean, maybe they had spheres there for some reason, but it's not easy to make a sphere. No, and, and to get um, Waxman in there as well. I mean, that's that would take a whole lot of work. Well, I guess he's frozen. It, it, you just break bits of, break yeah. Bits of him off. Yeah, it's him not in. a problem yeah, to, like, yeah. yeah, he's frozen, so yeah. you just move him in there. while, And he's left the walkie-talkie in there yeah. so he can make his threats. And, like, uh, yeah, um, you know, Waxman's not very... And also, look, if Waxman had said, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, mm-hmm. maybe this would have a different resolution. He doesn't. I mean, he does give Mark the information he wants. He does, yeah. But he's also, like, you know, I'm going to wait you out, you're going to slip up. You know, I. he's a little bit, mm. you know... It's a reminiscent... No one deserves being covered in concrete. <laughs> but <laughs> however, yeah, this is a comic and true. he kind of gets what he, you know, well, it, it's not I'm not going to lose any sleep over Waxman. Yeah. Put it that way. I mean, it sounds it sounds very similar to Man Mountain Marco in the fact that, you know, he beats him all ends up but then he still starts jabbering at him, look, I'm going to get you yeah. still. And so Moon Knight goes, okay, well, if you're going to be a dick about it, <laughs> then yeah. I'm going yeah. to get you even worse. And he does the same here. And um, I don't, what, what did you think of that? Were you, I mean, I was a little bit surprised at Moon Knight going that extra step further and just still pour the concrete in. I was like, um, I wasn't surprised mm-hmm. because like, like, like his team were, I wasn't surprised because I thought that he's now gearing up to go after Zodiac. It's almost like pumping himself up yeah. with the adrenaline. Yeah. Like I've got to be this guy yes. in order to get in, in order to actually win over Zodiac. Yeah. I've got to go back to that. I will pour concrete on someone. And like, like Waxman was awful to him mm-hmm. and, and he does have a relationship with Stemmon. It's not out of the blue. I just grabbed someone off the street. No, no, absolutely you know, robbing not. someone. No. This is like someone who's, damaged part of his family yep yeah and i think given that what's happened to we don't know but given that he's lost his other support network he's not willing to give the rest of them up and that's kind of why he reacted to uh positively to winner is because he gets that like you mm-hmm. you know when you've got support it's it's very important so i mean I, I was a little surprised but i wasn't like oh i i was just like oh no he's revving up he's getting yeah. ready to take on zodiac and then i was so like i didn't immediately twig that reese wasn't there yeah 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 i i um, didn't understand what he he said I just thought the she end. wasn't in the frame yeah oh okay um yeah yeah and then um I was so happy when he came and said that, like that it was very 
intentional Reese wasn't there because he knew he was going to do it, which is kind of plays into my he's psyching himself up to go yeah. take on. And Zodiac. he's, and he's it's going to be like the fight of his life, you know. Yeah, and he's protecting. And he's had a few of them, but you know, it's going to be a fight of his life. Yeah, and he and he's protecting uh, Reese in that sense yeah. as well. Um, I'm just sorry, I'm just flicking through here as well. Uh, one of the the points uh, talking about the action and all that. I, I love the involvement of Mission you know, the, the house. Mm -hmm. uh, so it's like almost like a, yeah, me too. Yeah. It's like a new tool in the, in the kit um, that Moon Knight has. And, uh, and they're already working well together. Yeah. Which I like. Yeah. I think yeah. it's fantastic. And I, I just yeah. love this idea that he's got this spooky house, you know, it's, it's, yeah, it's just so good. It's not quite the sanctum sanctorum, but it still will no, leave you know, messed up. Yeah. Yeah. It will probably like, they'd probably have a good fight. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, I mean, th that was good. But, yeah, absolutely. Reese uh, was um, – it was good to have her kind of off it. And it's almost akin to, like, Moon Knight, like, slapping himself in the face, just kind of pumping himself up, I guess. And, yeah. And the fact that – And he's also right. Waxman was a serial killer. Yeah, that's true. Like, he had that's just true. admitted to killing all those women. So Yes. And I guess it's once he deems them irredeemable – um yeah. similar to zodiac then he really shows no mercy i mean because he he was talking that sort of talk to hunter's moon as well uh, wasn't mm -hmm. that long ago when he's saying i'm going to cut you up like osiris is you know you know um mm -hmm. so he was really threatening him like don't come near my congregation um yeah. but he's had obviously second thoughts about hunter's moon he, he he can see the nobility i guess in him whereas with waxman and zodiac and um, and Hawley, there's just no nobility in them at all. So um, he does what he does, the an avatar of vengeance, I guess. So um, yeah, I mean, you know, yeah. it's got a. It's time to start earning your keep as an avatar of vengeance. <laughs> yes. Uh, oh, <laughs> I'm kidding. I love this run so much. It is very good. I've got to say, and and um, I mean that in the best possible way about this being a familiarity. Like as you said, as we said. You know, I've been distracted. We've been distracted with the TV show. And to come back to this, it's kind of like I've locked into Jed's style of writing again. And it's like, oh, this is cool. Yeah, and it's such a nice one to come back to because mm. it's it, – the nice thing is it's so different from the TV show. Yeah. In term, and we we remember the story so well. And, like, so it's, it's quite easy to sort of, you know, go back into – and I like mm. some of the unpredictability going back to that and not being sure. Yeah. Where Mark's going to do, what's he going to do. Yep. Um, and again, also Jed, the king of, I think Chad mentioned the king of the deep cuts. <laughs> yeah. Uh, wax, yeah. Waxman again. Uh, we get the the house, of course, mission and, and all these other references that he's done. Uh, I mean, it's like, I can't wait to see what happens now. I like, yeah. you know, like when he's been plotting issue 13 onwards, I want to oh. know what process that goes into for like, where's the deep cuts come from? Yeah. But he just seems to know a lot of it, which is really nice. Mm -hmm. It's not so much like there's some research and some like characters he remembers and things yeah. like that. I really like it. It's like, it makes it feel personal as well. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can't wait. I mean, hopefully as well, listeners will have uh, Jed back after issue 12. So after the, you know, the two arcs or, you know, the big 12 issue arc has, has kind of finished. Uh, it'll be great to chat with Jed and, and go through these issues again and um, maybe get an insight yeah. as to what's happening up ahead. And what's happening next. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, if there's no other points, Rebecca, or you... No, I think uh, yeah, pretty done. Okay, well, uh, with um, our moon rating system, uh, what would you give 
this Moonart issue 10 session. I gave it an 8.5 because I really enjoyed it. <laughs> 8.5, that is um, heading towards a full moon. Uh, yeah. So that's a very impressive score. I gave it a, a big eight, a big, beautiful yellow man. I thought it was real. You know, part of me as well, Rebecca, is restraining myself with the marking because at the moment, I'm, I'm just I, loving TV shows. I feel a little shows. bit like I'm restraining myself because yeah. I'm expecting the finale to be so strong. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm giving myself a little bit of leeway. It's just, I've been so impressed with the TV show, the comics. It's just like, where, I don't I don't want to just like hit the ceiling straight away. So <laughs> um, this was a very good issue. I, I really did enjoy it. Um, so yeah, eight. I'll, I'll try to restrain myself and say eight. Um, oh, interesting here. I think we've got uh, the loony that is going to the gym. Says, I'm enjoying the new series. Uh, they haven't um, read issue I can 10 yet. Up there. If um, I go into Facebook, I can uh, okay. see who it is. Um, but not loving the interiors that much. I mean, that's fair enough. It, it is It is down to taste. I mean, that's... Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, art is all... always... Exactly. You know, like, you know when we always. first saw it, we were like, uh, uh, Wayne Hunt is... Oh, uh, Wayne! Said that. It's not, oh. Yeah, it's not a gym. Hey, Wayne. Hey, Wayne. Shall I say hello to everyone who's... Let me let, let me go back and see okay. who everyone let's, is. Let's see who... Uh, oh, it's only showing me. Oh, they scroll out. Oh, so okay. um, sorry to anyone that I can't. Everyone say hi quickly and then I'll see who you are. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, kind of try and keep it open. Uh, as, as Rebecca keeps a close watch on that, I mean, it's um, yeah, definitely worth checking out if you haven't haven't read this issue um i mean we've we've spoiled it majorly for you but <laughs> uh but still go seek it out if you can uh definitely worthy if for your collection as well hello i'm alan i'm rebecca and if you're listening to this then we recommend that you check out our podcast the dcau podcast where we watch the original dc animated movies starting from Batman Mask of Phantasm and continuing on to Justice League Dark Apocalypse War and beyond. And we will cover such heroes as Batman, Superman, The Batman, Wonder Woman, Victorian Steampunk Batman, The Flash, Batman Beyond, Green Lantern, Old Man Batman, Martian Manhunter, and plenty more versions of Batman. Lots and lots and lots of Batman. You can find the DCAU podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or anywhere else that you can get podcasts by looking up the DCAU podcast and subscribe today. Tell me his name again. Thanos. I think I shall call him Adam. But return to me again empty-handed, and I will bathe the stallways in your blood. Thanks, Dad. Sounds fair. Korvac's power grows, as does his madness. He would have destroyed us all had I not pulled us into the Soul Gem. Thanos, I'm coming for you. After Xandar, you were going to kill my father? You dare to oppose me? You see what he has turned me into? You kill him, I will help you destroy a thousand planets. 
right at him. We're here to help. Just stay cool. Uh, I don't want to be here! Resurrections, an Adam Warlock and Thanos podcast. Five years and going strong. Every other week, mostly. For all of your Adam Warlock, Thanos, or Marvel Cosmic needs. Find it on iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, Spotify, and wherever else podcasts are available. Resurrections Adam Warlock.tumblr.com. Adam Warlock, you cannot keep leaving your philosophy books open on the floor. I always trip on them in the middle of the night on my way to the can. See this episode's show notes for our unique promo code to get up to two months of free podcasting service with Libsyn when you sign up for a new account. Get your show on Apple and Spotify. Get helpful stats and all the support you need to sound your very best. All right, Rebecca, I, um, I think it's probably time for some nightlines i don't have a little animation for it but (laughs) (laughs) sitting here waiting for one (laughs) um so we got uh, only a few bits here and there i think i think rebecca just i think a lot of loonies um are uh, busy with the tv show and such so uh, but we do still have some feedback so thank you so much uh, loonies for sending it in uh we'll start off with some voicemails so we can give ourselves a bit of a break on the vocals (laughs) um and we've got the first one up from uh noel so let's see what noel uh host of Trapped in a World, the Howard the Duck podcast, and great friend of the show. So uh, let's hear what Noel had to say. Hey, Ray and Rebecca. This is Noel Tate sending in my review for Moon Knight number 10 by Jed McKay and the like. Um, I really thought that this was a fantastic issue. Um, It kind of threw me for a loop, which was kind of a nice surprise. I thought it was going to be kind of a standard fight between Winter and Moon Knight, and I really liked the fight we did have um, in the haunted house with the uh, Escherness of the whole thing taking over and messing with Winter. I thought it was pretty neat. And the conversation Mark was having, you know, in sort of flashback form with the doctor, who turns out to be this Waxman character who I had never heard of before. Um, don't. It didn't even do any research quite yet. Just finished reading to see if this was an existing Marvel character. I'm assuming it is. That being said, um, the comic reads a little bit like some of the better Batman comics. Um, just because, you know, the Waxman is like a different villain that we've seen initially. kind of looks like him. But the fight between Moon Knight and Moon Knight is clever. Freezing him and then leaving him to die. Wow. And it seems like his team is on board with it. Wow, again. That's kind of crazy. Hmm. Um, but overall, this is a really fantastic issue. I, I really enjoyed it. Um, the artwork is on par. The coloring is beyond par. It's fantastic. Um, there's parts that almost hurt my eyes because of the glow around Moon Knight when I'm reading it on this kind of glossy paper. But it's, it's a really cool effect. So I'm keeping the short and sweet. I would give this like an eight, which is um, on my scale, a 
little yellow duck. And uh, I hope you guys enjoyed it as much as I do. See ya. Thank you so much. No. Uh, I want I want the, the trapped in a world like duck ratings because they they <laughs> they seem very close to each other. <laughs> whatever, which I, I very much approve of. <laughs> like uh <laughs> it seems uh but no i think i think Noel makes some great points there yeah thank you thank you so much noel as well and yeah it, it, at first i didn't realize that moonlight's congregation were behind i mean there was i think soldier looked surprised at first didn't he like when moonlight pours that concrete but then they must <laughs> yeah they, they they certainly look more surprised than than i felt so yeah, like yeah. but they've not really seen they've only seen him be a little bit restrained like yeah. they've seen him threaten what is... i mean i guess except for like right at the beginning what are you saying, Rebecca? But, you you've, know. you've seen a lot of people buried in concrete. It's nothing new. No, I'm saying, <laughs> I'm saying, well, you know, what can I say? Uh, no, I, I mean, I, I'm reading a comic. They're actually there. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. You know. that, that's true. Uh, well, so thank you so much, Noel. Uh, very similar, well, identical score to myself. So uh, we're, we're akin with that. Uh, and now we also have, and he's been in the comment section as we've been live streaming um i'm just looking sorry i uh look at, we, we've got some other facebook users i think that's you again wayne hello wayne big shout out to wayne courtside uh but but we have another one here from uh, russell and let's see what russell has to say about uh about this hello high priest of Kanchu. this is russell from tomes of evil and i'm here to give my thoughts on moon knight number 10 this was a fantastic issue once again from Jed McKay and Capuccio. And I just have to say that I'm glad I was at least half right about Dr. Sturman. I had um, I had told Ray about this in a conversation, and I don't remember if I posted it in the Discord or not, but... I had said that I didn't think Dr. Sturman was Dr. Sturman. Um, my theory was that maybe she had been replaced by um, Death Reaper. You know, they both had the black hair. They could very easily um, be disguised as one another. But, you know, Moon Knight, he might take, it might take him a few attempts to get to the bottom of a riddle, but uh, he's no idiot. So it makes more sense that it was someone who could actually take the form of Dr. Sturman. Um, I'd never heard of Waxman, but I'm sure Rebecca is going to have a field day with this one because it's yet another villain used in this run that has a parallel to a Batman villain. Because this is, I mean, this is basically just Clayface. <laughs> Uh, which uh, I'll have to look more into Waxman. I don't know if he's new. I, I doubt he is because uh, it seems like he has a history. Um, anyway, once again, I love the art. We get two really cool sequences in this. Uh, obviously, Moon Knight battling um, Rutherford Winter, which I'm very happy that... A lot of you were correct in predicting that Winner was going to be a new ally for uh, Mark. Um, that was cool. Um, and I love how they they used the house um, to kind of... Mark would just 
call on the midnight mission to change and it would throw Rutherford around and that was pretty cool. Um, yeah, and the big reveal that it was Waxman, of course, took me by surprise. I, I Again, I thought that Dr. Sturman had been replaced, just didn't figure it was by a, uh, a an actual, you know, monster man. Uh, yeah, and of course, tying it into that background kind of storyline we've seen through the last few issues with the suffocated women. Um, my theory about this is like that this, like, you know, Waxman says Zodiac's not going to be happy that his plan is coming undone. I think this is exactly what Zodiac wanted because at the end of this, Mark, he he kind of goes over the deep end, he kills Waxman or you know, as much as you can kill something, he says he's going to make him scream forever. Um, which is even worse than killing him, I guess. And that's kind of what I've thought Zodiac has been wanting this whole time. He's been wanting Mark to go back over the edge. In our terms, I would say Zodiac wants him to go back to Houston era Moon Knight. You know, the sadistic kind of you know, cutting the face off trope type thing, but um, I think that's what Zodiac wants. Zodiac wants him to be more um, violent, more bloodthirsty, just because that's fun for Zodiac. That's that's the game. Um, anyway, this continues to be a very compelling series, and I'm so happy with it so far. I would venture to say this is one of my favorite Moon Knight runs of all time you know I I love volume one um, I love the Houston actually I prefer the uh, the uh, wow I'm blanking here come on now the person that took Benson. over for Houston Mark Benson that started with the God and Country come on, come on now come on Russell, come on, Russell. you can get it come on this we have faith. Uh, Benson. Benson. That's yeah, it. But... <laughs> God, that, that, I need to turn in my Moon Knight fan card immediately. Yeah, Benson. Um, and I also really fond of Vengeance of the Moon Knight. Um, but this one's right up there. Uh, I love it. And as for a score... I'm going to give this one a nine, nine out of awesome. 10. So yeah. thank you guys. And be sure to check me out on tomes of evil and gamma charge. The strongest podcast there is. Thank you. Cool. Cool. Um, you got that. Russell, yeah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> but Russell makes a really good point, actually. Um, and that this is what Zodiac wants. Yeah, to, I think to he's, get him back to the he's yeah. playing into his hands because he did say many times. To, I mean, yeah. potentially, but like he knows that's what Zodiac. Well, I there's a, there's a little bit of double bluff potential there. Yeah, but. yeah. I mean, I guess we'll have to see. But um, he definitely is more violent than we've seen him. Yeah. I mean, I, I tend to, look, I'm not a violent person, but I, I tend to, someone as, as 
grubby as Zodiac, I think Moon Knight's going to have to just play as dirty as he can as well. Because as Jed has always said, there's nothing redeemable about this this fella, Zodiac. So he's an absolute mongrel. Um, so, <laughs> uh, so I guess we'll have to see. Uh, got another thing here. Just I believe it might be uh, Wayne. This is from Wayne. Wayne, yes. Wayne, yeah. I've been surprised how much I've been enjoying the storyline of the new series. So many times Marvel pump out a subpar series because of an upcoming TV show. Uh, yes, I know Wayne is very um, discerning when it comes to uh, series as in Marvel. I know Wayne, uh, a big Moon Knight fan, but but he does love the um, off kilt sort of storytelling that's why he loves the lemire run so much um i know i've had nice conversations with wayne um yeah about the subsequent series and past ones as well so thank you so much wayne uh for that uh we haven't finished with our feedback as well we've just got a couple rebecca uh from the yes. facebook group if you want to grab um grab uh, let me just find it yep i got it oh <laughs> you want me to start? Yeah. <laughs> Such a swine. And, oh, okay. Oh, sorry, Rebecca. And you're not you're not shallow, Wayne. Don't be silly. You're not. Um, oh, I thought he was still calling me shallow. <laughs> no, 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 no. He, totally no, he likes good stories. Uh, There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, no. I mean, yeah. who like that's yeah. what we should want. Exactly. Like we should want good stories from our comics, yeah. not subpar ones yeah, that have just been rushed out. Absolutely. Um, and that's one of the things I like is that this came out so the trade would be ready for the first episode so we already mm. had uh some you know establishment but also clearly this wasn't supposed to align with the tv show there's no, no. particular no. synchronicity except in the title and that this is a good um i think it's a good starter series oh, because he starts so much adrift from his uh any other you know like all you need to know is that this thing called age of countries happened and mm -hmm, nobody mm -hmm. else is with him and he's kind of starting off fresh I'm, anyway sorry rebecca just Go before on. you start I'm, I'm going to put you in a little bit of a spot again as i always awkwardly do um but say if you are a, an mcu fan and you've been watching the tv show you're loving it and stuff not not necessarily a comic book fan how do you think that would respond to this midnight series i mean it is vastly different <laughs> um Aussie <laughs> seems to have plenty to say. Aussie <laughs> has a lot to say. Um, I mean, sorry. The would, question was: if you're if you're an MCU person, how are you finding would you the be series? How are you finding the comics? Yeah, would you be absolutely you boggled at what's happening in this comic, or would you be enjoying it? <sighs> it depends. I think uh, I think it's enjoyable in and of itself. So I, mm -hmm. I don't see why you wouldn't. Um, and. I mean, as long as you go in knowing that it's likely to be a bit different. I mean, if you're an MCU person who's gone to any of the comics, you're likely to see differences. Mm -hmm. Possibly the least of which would be if you went to read the Fraction Hawkeye run after the TV show. Oh yeah. Um, but like you know, if you if you're a fan of any of the characters and you go straight, you go you're a fan of Tony Stark, you go to Iron Man, you're not gonna mm. find that it's the same. This is potentially a bigger difference, I guess, but. Um, we don't know where the TV show is going to go by the end of six episodes, so yeah. uh, I think I think this this is definitely one I'd recommend yeah. for a new oh, person. Um, I haven't tried it on anyone yet because I tried some with the Lemire series because I wanted one that came to an end mm -hmm. um, and that you know wouldn't feel like and that would be all be on Marvel Unlimited and stuff like that, so they wouldn't have to go buy comics. Um, but I think you know, like I think this is a really good start because. The characterizations there, the the basics are there. It's just not. It's just focusing on different things. So, mm -hmm. um, and I I always love it when superheroes sort of do the whole found family thing. And 
you know, often when they're established, you don't get to see them do that because they've already got an established cast of characters, whereas this feels very like new and fresh because we don't know what's coming in terms of characters that will either join him or be antagonists. Um, so I really appreciate that about it. So. Yeah, no, I think this, of the strength of the writing, it's just um, definitely worth a re recommend for, for anyone who maybe hasn't even picked up a comic book uh, much in their you know, in their life. Uh, I'm just <laughs> laughing at yeah. So Russell's uh, dropped in. I had a co-worker just ask me if I was enjoying Moonrider on Disney Plus. Well, you can just... I mean, hey, go for it. You know, like, just why not? You know, just... there's always going to be people who aren't keeping up with what exactly. these things are called. Exactly. You know? Just, I, I would snub, snub that comment. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> um... Okay. Uh, so back to feedback. So this is from the Facebook group. I'm going to try and get it right this time. And apologies if I don't. But there is a reason Ray ducked out of this one. <laughs> So, Facebook comment by Mario Di Giacomo. I may have got the emphasis wrong. I apologize, <laughs> but I'm trying. Um, okay, anyway, feedback. Uh, Jed, you magnificent bastard. I picked up a hint something was amiss when Mark didn't say how the fight ended. When Winner started talking about wanting his doctor back, it became clearer. But perhaps the first sign should have been Mark showing up to therapy prepared for battle. Sturman should have been wary of that, but was too focused on trying to steer Moon Knight astray. Tying it to the strangled women mentioned in issue eight was a nice touch. Best issue of the week, easily a full moon from me. My fellow loonies may be amused to know that Waxman here has only appeared five times before. Prior, sorry. First as a Spider-Woman villain, mm -hmm. later in Superior Spider-Man Octopus as a member of, but eventually quitting. That's where I heard he quit. Mm -hmm. um, the latest incarnation of the Night Shift. And then a link to uh, the wiki for Waxman. So you can all go learn mm -hmm. the very few facts there are about him. <laughs> um, yeah, thank you, Mario. Thank you, Mario, as well. And we'll put that in the show notes uh, for ease of access as well. Uh, yep, yeah, a handful. Look, if you want to become a Waxman fan, easily obtainable. I know Russell mentioned that he wants to get all the all the appearances of Waxman. I don't think we'll take that long. I was going to say, Russell <laughs> must be doing a special. <laughs> oh, and, and Murray has come in. Yep, good enough. <laughs> I know. I, that's why I said thank you for, thank you so much. Oh, Mario. Thank I, you, really Mario. I, I put your thank you for the pronunciation guide as well. They're always appreciated. Yes. <laughs> Anyone is welcome to correct us on that, you know. Uh, so. No, always very much appreciate your, your comments. Thank you so much. And uh, yeah, yeah, I, I agree, agree, agree with all of them as well um yeah. I, I just i just love it. it's such a small touch but i i love the fact that he came up um to the therapy session in his moon Knight costume and there being an actual logic behind it that we discover later i just i think that sort of stuff just brilliant writing anyway <laughs> um and we have another comment here uh from lena uh, part of a did system as well uh yes Aussie. <laughs> Lena says I really like this one I thought it was odd at first that Dr. Sturman was immediately saying that winner was a lost cause yeah exactly red flag uh, that's not the type of thing that most therapists admit to easily and also a real therapist would probably say something along the lines of I can't discuss my other clients with you mm -hmm. yes red flags mm -hmm. but then it all made sense with the big reveal I just didn't quite get how Moon Knight figured out that it was Waxman specifically when there are several other more high-profile shape-shifting villains in the Marvel 616 universe, Chameleon Mystique. I'm looking forward to the rematch with Zodiac. That, uh, thank you so much, Lena. That is a very valid question. I mean, Waxman is, is a drop in the ocean of the characters. Maybe he, yeah. um, maybe he got with his old uh, cell buddy, 8-Ball, and got some more information True. about it. True. 
yes. There does seem to be a missing step there in there how did mi- you know it was wax? Yeah, yeah. But that's yeah, that's by the by. And and I'm sure you can um you can come up with some as you said, like Rebecca already immediately, maybe conversations with April, maybe what during his stint in jail, that sort of stuff. Um Yeah, who knows? So, that would make the stint in jail actually make some sense. I mean, not that it didn't make sense. God, that makes it sound like I'm so <laughs> anti it. But you know, like we're all talking about like will it have any impact on the main storyline? Yes. Oh, and Mar- yep. Maria, either that or Shroud sent him a DM. Absolutely. When the Shroud's off in Barbados or something, when he's on holiday again, trying to coax <laughs> Moon Knight back into the, the night shift, I'm sure. Um, and uh, yes, uh, thank you, Russell. Yes, uh, Jed McKay will be on the Tomes of Evil as well. Go check it out. They'll be talking about Man Mountain Marco, but uh, as Russell says, they'll ask him about Cactus and Wax McCactus. I can't believe, <laughs> I can't believe you've come up with these infatuations for these characters, Russell. Um, they're They're at the same time, lovely, but um, they're so fun. I mean, it's Cactus, for those that don't know, from the Wackos, from WCA as well, West Coast Avengers um, and Waxman. But funny, funny, cool, cool villains as well. Uh, just a final one, Rebecca from Instagram. First time, I'm assuming, first time person, uh, Looney that sent this in, J.A. J. Abram E. Christ. Uh, and... Yeah. Yo, I'm going to do this in my American accent. <laughs> you, you <do> this. <laughs> I'll sound worse than Oscar Isaac doing British. <laughs> It'd be Yo Zodiac about to get a jumped on Conchu, bruh. I don't know what the hell that means. Waka. Waka, 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 waka. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it. he's looking forward to the Zodiac fight. Yes. I think we can. Uh, oh, yes. I mean, thank, thank you. Thank you, uh, Jay Bronny Christ. Um, no, no, I jest. It, no, really appreciate it. Just that I'm not. No, I definitely not. Up. We love for all these. Yes, with the lingo. But um, thank you very much. Thank you everyone for dropping in some thoughts and um, yes. hope. You... Thanks for everyone for joining us. This is awesome. Yeah, it is a lot of fun. It just feels like a really fun little chat group, and it's it's great. Thank you so much. It's so early for the Americans. So uh, yeah, can't it's so you. nice to get back to the comics. though. Anyway. Oh, it is, and you know, it? I'm loving the show, but it's mm-hmm. there's something comforting about the comics. Oh yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Um, as for spectacles, uh, loonies, uh, please check out our coverage of the TV show. So Rebecca and I generally do a reaction episode immediately after the drop of the episode on the Wednesday. And that's followed then over the weekend by a panel discussion. Uh, we open up, open it up, to to loonies and um, we we look at the loony feedback as well from our groups so really get get a good um uh canvas of differing yeah, opinions get some great comments great. from it the it's, first it's one was fun. fantastic yeah so keep your eye out for that um also this month a new month as well um hopefully by mid to late-ish April, uh, I'll drop another bonus episode for the Patreon members. So please consider becoming a Patreon member and you too can be part of, can be privy to to some bonus material. Uh, I'll be chatting with Justin and Noel. I can't remember what we did because we did it a while ago. So so, <laughs> um, so keep your ears peeled out for that. Petrunis. Um, a big shout-out to Looney Olivia. I want to say uh a big shout out so she was she was in the chat room at the beginning she was one of our unnamed oh, people okay oh yeah hey, yeah, olivia. yeah so... oh, awesome awesome um yeah. olivia sorry i missed seeing it properly oh yeah uh, apologies for for not calling that up sooner as well olivia but she's been great in the group um olivia is egyptian as well and she 
Well, she was talking about, I mean, recently she talked about uh, the Egyptian rap music in the show, which mm-hmm. was pretty cool. Um, but she was, I guess, um, entertaining the idea of uh, contributing more about Egyptian mythology yeah. and, and culture. Um, and that would be amazing. I would love it. Love, yeah. So I I would love, I'm saying it now, Olivia, if you're listening still, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll do something akin to, similar to understanding DID. I'd love to do something like understanding Egyptian culture and mythology. Uh, let's, let's make it happen. I think it's, that's yeah. an awesome if idea. If we ever need to do an understanding Judaism, you kind yes. of have me. Yeah. Like, oh, I mean, Rebecca, absolutely. <laughs> Let, let's do it. Understanding oh my Mercs. I mean, there must be a Merc who listens. Understanding, to it. understanding um, a gift shop owner, a gift shop, um <laughs> the british museum yeah. any retail um, actually shop. olivia's also yeah. posted on the facebook group since then mm-hmm. with her egyptian review her, her review of moon Knight episodes one and two from an egyptian standpoint fantastic awesome so go from the standpoint of someone who is egyptian i don't want to make it sound like i'm i that's that's how i need to phrase it yeah no no that's fantastic um go check, i'm gonna check it out after we finish rebecca i was well. just reading it just before we started and it's really yeah. good uh, ozzy is really starved is. of the limelight i think <laughs> anyone that can see the video right now Rebecca had a, 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 a fringe, a different looking fringe there for a second. <laughs> so... I had a full on moustache for a while. Moustache as well. <laughs> I had a Jake Lockley moustache. Yeah. You know, so. <laughs> um, and just finally for Spectacle as well, a little bit of self indulgence here, Rebecca. Um, I just want to announce that the legacy, uh, the complete collection of the Max Bemis run uh, has been released as well. Uh, so you can see Rebecca, myself, and Konishu in there. Um, we're in the trade. Yeah, still one of the greatest moments of my, <laughs> and surprises of my life. Yeah, it, so. it was fantastic. So got a, uh, eternal gratitude towards uh, Max Bemis for that. Uh, but yeah, anyway, Loonies, that that pretty much wraps us for this episode. Uh, next phase, as mentioned, episode 277, uh, we'll do a moon and stars again. Summon the suit panel. So I'll be joined with uh, Joey, the Mega Man, Agliata, and Ian Adama. Uh, most of you, well, some of you will know uh, he's a, a director as well, a filmmaker. Uh, so that will be interesting. Um, hoping we get Daniel doing on as well. Um, we'll have to see. But it should be interesting. It's always fun to hear uh, their thoughts and also your thoughts on episode two, Summon the Suit. Yeah. Uh, as and well. then, uh, yeah, next week we have episode three and our first Black, White and Blood. Oh my gosh, of course. How cool is that, uh, Loonies? Uh, we are definitely in the golden age of Moonlight. Uh, so, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. when Ray starts to look really tired, yeah. you know. <laughs> no, no, just stick stick if to Rebecca. Smile she knows ever it all. leaves his face. Oh, if his smile ever leaves his face. I you just, know that it's been too much for him. <laughs> just living in the moment, Rebecca, because, you know, once this is all gone, you know, I mean, it should be we great. Six weeks we'll of this, back. you know, yeah, like. This is six weeks of, yeah. of heaven. So um, I'm loving it. Uh, also, a big thank you once again to our Petrunis, Daniel, Drew, Justin, Derek, Kyle, Wayne, Jordan, Josh, James, Anthony, Russell, Michael, Mario, Gavin, Matthew, and Frank the Tank, or Frank the Think Tank. Um, he's, he's on there too. Uh, please consider becoming a Patreon member, patreon.com slash Moonlight. A big thanks to our sponsors, CLZ Comics, collectors.com, and also Fringe Night by Daniel Doing. Support him at patreon.com slash Night 27 uh, with Drew Tombs, you heard him last episode. Fantastic guy. Uh, his music, Tombs on SoundCloud. 
uh, soundcloud.com slash tombs with a Z and Lurk Music on Bandcamp, lurkmusicwithac.bandcamp.com. And finally, Dreamland Comics, get all your back issues. Use the code MOON and you'll get 20% off all the back issues of all those issues of Waxman that you've ever wanted, all those five issues. Um, so go check them out. Hopefully they'll have them there. And finally, we are part of the collective, um, a, a great bunch of podcasts as well. Rebecca, doing fine work over at the DCAU, DC Animated Universe podcast, as well as Sons of the Dragon and Immortal Iron Fist podcast. And uh, and you have, what, Spider-Woman, Spider-Woman and, and Lass- the Spider-Woman. Oh, Lassons of Krypton. Yes, my my little foray into DC, Rebecca. <laughs> hey, it's, look, it's worth it. If it's, yeah. it's worth it for Superman, right? Yeah, you you yeah. only move over for the best. Look, Rebecca, to be... I mean, no. I, look, I, I love I like Superman. It's good, um, but you know, I, I love chatting to Connor. So that's, um, that's yeah. I mean, big, I understand that. My so. big perk. Uh, <laughs> and also, you can email us feedback at itkmoonlight.com. You can catch us live streaming when we do new comic books and when we do other stuff that's new. Uh, we've got a website itkmoonlight.com as well as we're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Discord, Get Vocal, Patreon, um, and Podchaser. Sorry. And finally. Yeah, if you want to give us a review, please do. Um, would absolutely love it. Uh, it just it will help us get out there. I am ex- absolutely flummoxed at, um, at I don't know, the exposure at the moment. Thank you so much, TV show. Yeah. It's, it's been fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> it's been good all around. Yeah. So, uh, Rebecca, yeah, a big thank you to you too as well. Thank you for, for backing up two episodes in a row. Sick of Ray yet? I don't know. Never. I'm never sick of you, so okay. I can do no. another one tomorrow if you want. But <laughs> yeah, I'll let's do Hercules. Tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, with that, loonies, mate, Kochi, watch over the denizens of the night. Catch you later. Take care. Bye. Moon Knight and affiliated characters, stories, and events are properties of Marvel Characters Incorporated. Materials used and discussed within the podcast are intended for critique and review purposes only under the fair dealing concept of the current Copyright Act. The views, information or opinions expressed during the podcast are solely those of the individuals involved and do not necessarily represent those of the copyright owners.